0: This is the Lacton Bengals Podcast on a Thursday. Great to have you in. I'm James Erpine, giving you your daily Bengals fix. We do this every single day, Monday through Friday. This week, we're going to do a special Saturday edition podcast where my guy Joe Goodberry is going to come on to discuss the whole Eric Reed thing, the draft, so much more. Working on a draft guest for tomorrow as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we're doing the Saturday podcast because obviously I've cut you short this week with uh, losing my voice and traveling and all of that stuff. So we'll do a Saturday, get caught up some, couple weeks before the draft. I can't wait. By the way, if you're local, I'm going to be at Dickman's. Dickman's is in um, it's in northern Kentucky, and it's a really fun bar and grill if you've ever been there. I'm going to be there for the draft broadcasting live with uh, 700 WLW from 9 to 11 on the the first round of the draft that night. I assume we're going to get the Bengals' first-round pick, interview him, talk about what they're doing, uh, strategizing, all that. But if you ever wanted to meet me in person, you can. Dickman's Northern Kentucky. And uh, if you're local, that's uh, certainly something. Come by and say hi. I know I had a listener last year come by and talk to me while I was on air. And I forget his name. But uh, he he, I, he messaged me afterwards, and he was like, I didn't realize you were on air. But, uh, yeah, come out, say hi, enjoy some food. They got some good wings. Have a couple drinks if you want to, and uh, let's enjoy the draft together. Uh, Dickman's in a couple weeks here for the first round of the draft. I'll be there. I'll probably get there early. I'll probably be there like 8 to 11. 8 to 11, something like that. But uh, it's great to have you in today. A lot to get to, uh, including Eric Reed. I-, I also want to dive into the Bengals' preseason schedule and uh, a mock draft that Todd McShay posted earlier today. Uh, or not earlier today, but earlier in the week, Um, I think it was a couple days ago. It's something we missed just because I was traveling. We weren't doing the podcast. I want to discuss that a little bit. But let's start with this Eric Reed stuff before we get to the Bengals preseason schedule. And to me, I get it. Look, you're pissed off as a fan. Why? Because you don't want the Bengals to pass up on a talent that can help them win just because of some stupid national anthem, just because he takes a knee during the anthem, during a song. I get it. I, like, if it's that simple to you, I get it, because as a fan, you want your team to win. Totally understand it. I I, I buy it. And honestly, I would probably sign Eric Reed at least before what happened yesterday. We'll get to that in a second as well. In my mind, though, I look at this, and if you listen to the podcast all of the time, you heard my interview with Jeff Hobson uh, 13 days ago. And, and I had Jeff Hobson on, and I asked him about the safety position, and then I asked him about free agents. And he said, yeah, they're, they're open to adding a, a safety depending on, on the cost and all this stuff. And obviously, they looked, they looked at Kirk Coleman, and and it's a safety. They want to add a safety. And then I said, I followed up with, oh, so do you think they'll add one in free agency before the draft? And this is Jeff Hobson, bengal's.com. He has an office at Paul Brown Stadium. He's dialed in. Here's what he said when I asked about any kind of free agent addition before the NFL draft. Yeah, I think they're, yeah, they're done. I mean, they 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 have to cut. I mean, they're going to have to probably whack somebody I would think after the draft. I mean, I think they'll go into, you know, cuz uh, they've got to get some room here for uh, for Carlos and for not only Gino and Carlos, but some other guys too. So I think they've got to make a fairly, they're going to have to make some significant moves after the draft, I think, to get, uh, you know, to get some money. I I, I, I think, I mean, if, if anything, they'll be looking to reduce, not to add. So that's Jeff Hobson, Bengals.com. And so he basically said, yeah, they're probably done. I mean, that's that's what he said. He's pretty upfront about it, pretty open about it. And so he says that. And, yeah, I've talked about the idea of them signing Eric Reid on this podcast, and I thought they'd have interest. I still think they have interest. Here's the problem. The anthem thing in that report gets all the news, all the headlines. What if the Bengals really like Justin Reed, his brother, and want him with the 21st pick? What if the Bengals think Derwin James might be there at 15 or 16 and they want to trade up for him? What if they really like Ronnie Harrison or Kaiser White or Jesse Bates or Deshaun Elliott or or some of these other safeties that are going to be there on day one or day two of the draft? Like Justin Reed was a ball hawk. He went after the like, and you heard jo- Joe Goodberry talk about him. He mocked Justin Reed to the Bengals in his latest in his first mock draft for the Athletic. Why? Because he's a ball hawk. Because he's a guy who forced turnovers at Stanford, and they may view him as someone who's better than Eric who's someone who, if they can get him in the draft, there's no need for Eric. And so when you hear them talk about money, maybe they're just doing their due diligence. Maybe this isn't about the anthem protest. Maybe that was a question they asked. Maybe that was something they asked because they were curious how it was going to be, how it was going to land, what they were going to do. And they would take that into consideration if they wanted to sign a guy like Eric Reed. That being said... What if they said, "Eh, we have 11 draft picks. Let's see if we could get better in the draft if we can. We don't need to add in free agency. That's been the Bengals' MO for years and years and years. Why would we expect it to change now? Now, according to Pro Football Talk, they met with him. He passed a physical. They watched film with him. They also, obviously, Mike Brown, according to the report, asked him about kneeling during the anthem. And that's a piece of it. But in my mind, barring something unforeseen and barring how they feel about Eric Reed, I could totally see the scenario where they were never going to sign him right now. The draft is two weeks away. The draft is two weeks away. If a guy like Derwin James were to fall and they could give up a third or fourth round pick to get him and move up to get him, then maybe they would do it. It's, so to me, he's the only team they've visited, he's, or, or vice versa. They're the only team he's visited, and they're doing their due diligence. I think it could still happen, and I, I still think there's a chance it happens if they fall on their face in the draft and don't get one of the players they want. With that being said, I'm not sure why Eric Reed leaked that report. I'm not sure why, and it did. Like, read it. Like, if you read it, you could tell it comes from someone in Eric Reed's camp. There's no reason for the Bengals to leak that. Why would you do that? Maybe he just has zero interest in playing for the Bengals. But the last thing, if you want a job, you should do, is it would be like if I interviewed for a job and then I posted something on Twitter about the program director at that market or what the program director asked me. Odds are, especially if it's something that's going to draw attention to me, they're not going to hire me. So maybe he just never wanted the gig with the Bengals in the first place. But the idea that he gets asked something that's pretty obvious he's going to get asked about, he doesn't get a contract offer and now he goes the woe is me route, I bet you that's a turnoff for the Bengals. I bet you that's a turnoff for Marvin Lewis. Whether you like it or not, that's just the idea. They don't want people using Sunday football on their field from 1 o'clock to 4.30 or whatever, 12.30 to 4.30 Eastern time when they play the games at Paul Brown Stadium. They don't want players using that or their players using that for social causes. They support them off the field. They support them any, any other time with foundations and different things in the community, all that. They're just saying, hey, Sundays are for football. That That's what the Bengals are saying. And so, with him leaking that, I think it's probably not going to happen. I bet the Bengals are probably going to say no to Eric Reed now. But, they could also have just been doing their due diligence. Maybe they they weren't really that interested in signing him before the draft. Maybe they really think that Justin Reed is a fit for them at 21. Or Derwin James is going to fall to 13 and they're going to try to trade up. Who knows? Seriously, who knows? Maybe they really like Kaiser White or Jesse Bates. I'm just naming Cameron Kelly. Maybe there's a bunch of different guys they think can play safety and force turnovers and be the guy that they're looking for on the in the back end and be the guy for four years, maybe long-term. Be the long-term answer. What do they like to do? Draft, develop, resign their own guys and doing their due diligence with a guy like Eric Reed, I love it. But opting not to sign him because he probably doesn't fit or because you're worried he's going to leak stuff to the media, which it just happened, or you just don't want to deal with the blowback of him kneeling during the national anthem because he's not talented enough to deal with that kind of distraction from the media. I get all of those angles. I also get why Eric would say, "Eh, I don't want to commit to that. I don't want to commit to not kneeling because maybe I do decide to kneel. Fine. An interview is both ways. If you're interviewed for a job, you're also interviewing that job. That's how I view every interview I've ever done. Usually I've had pretty pretty much success in interviews. But I also want to make sure it's a fit for me. There's plenty of times where I've done an interview. They've been more interested than I have. They reach out for a second interview or they reach out to offer the job and I'm not interested. Same time there's times where I'm really interested in a position or really interested in something, and they're not as interested and that's how it feels to me with this Eric Reed thing. I don't think it's one thing I think it's there's going to be a ton of safeties available to them, and the Bengals have eleven draft picks they have a need they want to fill it they've also, as you heard from Jeff Hobson, spent significant money this off season. They inherited ten plus million dollars against the cap with Gordy Glenn now. Do they have cap space for a guy like Eric Reed? Sure, but maybe they don't want to pay Eric Reed, who's a slight upgrade. Again, I think a lot of people think he's better than he is. We're not talking about the honey badger. We're not talking about some f- top flight safety. We're talking about a pretty good player. A pretty good player is better than Iloka, probably a little bit better than Sean Williams, but he's not a stud. He's not like this game-changing guy who's going to make their defense a top-three defense in the league. He'll help, and I'm on board with signing him, especially football-wise, but I'm not sure the Bengals think it's worth all of the stuff that might come with it if he does, Neil, the money he wants, plus giving up on taking a a first-round safety or a second-round safety. They probably want to see how the draft pans out, and then revisit Reed if they don't get the guy they want in the draft. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. We'll dive into a couple more things, including the Bengals preseason schedule next on the Locked On Bengals Podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Bengals released their preseason schedule, and uh, it's quite interesting. So week one of the preseason, they're going to play at Paul Brown Stadium. They'll take on the Bears. Week two. They'll take on Dallas in Dallas, week three, Buffalo. In Buffalo, August 26th, 4 p.m., nationally televised. So that's a matchup against who? A.J. McCarron, Russell Bodine. I want to see Geno Atkins versus Russell Bodine because you know how that one's going to go. I watched it in training camp plenty. And uh, the A.J. McCarron thing, who wants to bet he throws five touchdowns in one half? A.J. McCarron's going to light the Bengals up. I just don't know who he's going to throw to. And they close out, as they always do, with Indianapolis uh, the weekend of August 30th, August 31st. But, yeah, it's interesting preseason schedule out. Regular season schedule should be out soon-ish. I assume in the next couple days. That's what I was hearing. Uh, I, I told you about Todd McShay's mock draft. Let's dive into that for a few minutes here. He had them taking James Daniels, 21st overall. Leighton Vander Esch, 46th overall. At 77, Derek Nandi, a defensive tackle from Florida State, and Cedric Wilson, a wide receiver from Boise State with pick number 100. Vander Ash is a linebacker, obviously. James Daniels, a center. I wouldn't mind this. I wouldn't mind this one bit. Um, I will say this with James Daniels. I wonder if you could trade back four or five spots and still get him. I think you can. I don't know that for sure, but I think you can. So that would be something interesting. Uh, Also, Leighton Vander Ash, I like it. I think they're going to consider a quarterback on day one or day two. Probably day two. But I think quarterback will be in serious consideration depending on who's there on the second day of the draft or early day three. They feel like they need to find their backup quarterback. And they need a guy who can play right away. I know that. Um, Just in case Andy goes down. I don't think Matt Barkley is going to be the guy. So you look at that and you wonder, well, where are you getting the backup? Where are you getting the guy you feel really good about? Um, overall, though, James Daniels, Leighton Vander Ash, i like both of those guys. Two guys that Solomon Tetman has evaluated. You can check out his prospect spotlights at LockedOnBengals dot com. It's uh, it's been great to chat with you the past couple days. Tomorrow, we're gonna dive in. Hopefully, we're not talking about this Eric Reed stuff anymore. Maybe, maybe a little bit because today. Uh, The news just came out, and I'm not super familiar with it, so I don't want to talk about it too much, but apparently Colin Kaepernick had a workout set up with Seattle, and they turned it down, postponed it, rather, because he said he was going to kneel or wouldn't rule out kneeling for the National Anthem. Once I see more on that, gather more info, maybe that's the uh, Eric Reed angle tomorrow. But either way, we're going to dive into the draft a ton, a special Saturday edition of the Locked on Bengals podcast coming your way. This week with Joe Goodberry. So Saturday morning, check, refresh your app, whatever app you listen to us on, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whether it's Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and there will be a podcast sitting for you there on Saturday morning. It's great to have you. Uh, Make sure you check out, by the way, I wrote about this. I wrote about it on my way out of town. Why trading up was so valuable for the Cincinnati Bengals. You could check that out. Why trading back, rather, not up, trading back uh, from 13 to, from the 12th pick, excuse me, to the 21st pick to get Cordy Glenn. Not just Cordy Glenn, but what it means for them draft wise. Check that out as well at lockdownbengals.com. Until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening to the On Bengals Podcast. (laughs)